I was looking through the news to find out what sort of stories are worth talking about today. And my goodness, there is all sorts of chaos going on right now. So it's going to uh, be interesting. I'm not going to go over everything that I am seeing in the news right now. Uh, the economy seems to be continuing to tank, which is not surprising in the least bit. I, I think that we've had one of the most anti-American presidents. Eh, what do you want to call it? I don't know. I, I kind of bite my tongue whenever I call it a presidency. Um, uh, administrations, as well, I'll call it, that America's ever seen in the White House, where it seems like the goal is to tear everything down. And right now we have the railway union workers who are striking, and despite calls from uh, from Congress and from Biden to stop the strike. It seems as though they want to continue to strike. In fact, I think that there is a story, I believe it is on Newsmax, in fact, uh, that talks about, yes, right at the top of the news Newsmax website. <clears throat> and their signs are very interesting that I, I don't quite get exactly. I mean, the funny thing about unions is they're somewhat inherently socialist, which I don't think that was ever truly the intention the intention of unions was to protect the workers because essentially employers a long time ago were finding ways to essentially enslave their workers. And so unions were formed so that the workers could bind together and stand up for their rights as workers. But this is what their signs say. One of their signs says, Yes to rail unions no to capitalist politicians. I'm very curious as to what this means. Because if they are protesting capitalism, they must also protest the company they work for, which they kind of are, because another one of signs says, Biden stands with the bosses, we stand with the rail workers. So I don't know if these people really know what they are standing up for. I, I, I know that clearly... The government is not really helping the situation. I heard they want to pass legislation to curb the whole situation. And the way that I'd explain it to some friends of mine is it, it, this drives me nuts that they want to pass legislation regarding this because basically what happens is politicians create problems to lead to whatever they're protesting. And then the solution is to create legislation that creates more problems so that they can protest and in the future so that they can come up with more legislation that creates more and worse problems. So this is just kind of one of those cyclical things that happens. By the way, my name is Bill Sang. This is the Bill Sang Podcast. This is not going to be the majority of my talk, uh, of, of my focus tonight. I don't really care a whole lot about the railway strikes, so to speak, even though that's going to be something that greatly impacts the country in a bad way and I, I like I said I feel like that we have an administration right now that is just very anti-American I don't mean that he's saying anti-American things or that uh, it just has a very anti-American agenda and a very anti-American ethic and it's it's tragic in this regard especially <clears throat> since we look across the world and we see what is happening in China right now. I'm going to talk about that here shortly. But I, I've seen so many things like uh, 
does anybody notice that whenever dinosaurs appear in the news, it's pretty much always about Tyrannosaurus Rex? I don't know if just Google just kind of trolling me in that regard and sees that whenever I see something about a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the news, I happen to pull it up and take a look at it. There is a skeleton of a Tyrannosaurus Rex that was sold recently. I believe it was for 20, I think it was $25 million. And uh, it was returned because it was discovered that most of the bones happen to be replicas and not authentic bones. Now, for those of you out there, that might sound very surprising. And yes, to the degree that it occurred, it is kind of surprising. Truth be told, they're actually, dinosaur bones are actually pretty rare, like actual bone bones. Um, most dinosaur bones that you probably see are replicas, complete replicas of dinosaur bones. So it doesn't surprise me too much and, and this whole thing about buying dinosaur bones, dinosaur skeletons, is one of those weird, strange uh, trends that is coming up against the super affluent. Uh, quite frankly, I don't... If you can buy a full-scale skeleton of replica bones that's a Tyrannosaurus Rex, that's still pretty incredible. $25 million, that might be a little bit too much to pay for it, though. So maybe I'll side with them on that, but man... To pay that much money for a skeleton, I, I don't know who in their right mind would do such a crazy thing. I probably would if, if I had the money and the space in my home to be able to accommodate such a thing. That'd be pretty incredible. Um, <clears throat> but as I said, oh, by the way, United States won their game against, what was it, Iran tonight in the World Cup? Let me pull that up real fast. I can probably find it pretty quickly here. I didn't have it pulled up. USA defeats Iran in soccer. Wow, you see, so American soccer is not completely worthless. That we do win against some of these teams sometimes. And uh, so I guess we are advancing to the knockout round. So that's pretty exciting. I mean, despite the fact that it's soccer, I'm not a huge fan of soccer. Go USA. You know, I'm, I'm pro USA. Let's not say or do anything stupid. I mean, that's what kind of my hope is, is that they don't uh, proceed to badmouth America and how horrible we are, especially when they're playing in, in Qatar. My goodness, you want to whine about our rights here in America. Go to Qatar for a little bit and find out what it is that goes on there. I mean, you want to talk about oppression of women and other people groups? Go to Qatar. Go. I, I, I could continue on that line of thought, but just trust me on this. Our rights here in America, even as bad as what certain administrations are, are still way more protected than these other countries, than any other country in the world, for that matter, because they're enshrouded in the Constitution of the United States of America and the Bill of Rights, and we have guaranteed rights that the government cannot take away from it, from us, no matter how hard they try. It will continue to try. But fortunately, we've recognized that those rights do not come from government, but from God. And because of that, that's become part of our American mentality, even though some... Can you believe that some people actually want to get rid of of freedoms like free speech and mind you they would still say they support free speech but then they would say that you're, you can't say things uh, that, that are controversial for instance one of my last videos got tagged by Facebook for where, where you know gave one of those notifications for more information on COVID-19 click this link right here and I didn't even really say anything controversial about COVID-19 at all uh, it was something along the lines of, oh, yeah, I, I remember what it was. It was that African-Americans don't like the COVID-19 vaccine shot. You know, they, they, they don't like the shot. And that's just a fact. 
And uh, I, I don't, I mean, I, I have friends of mine that don't like it. And in general, um, the African-American community is, might I say, very wisely skeptical of the entire vaccine uh, idea, I guess, for lack of a better way of putting it. This whole idea of mandatory medical procedures, they're very skeptical of. And I think that they're onto something there. And not in terms of saying that somebody's trying to kill you with anything, but in terms of saying that why should anybody be allowed to force a medical procedure upon you? That is stupid. Why, why would you allow that? Um, anyway, so main focus tonight. Main focus tonight is going to be on these protests in China. You might be asking yourself, what happened in China to spark protests? And this is actually becoming a really big deal uh, inside of China. That being that uh, apparently <clears throat> there was, well, China has what's called a zero COVID policy. Now, I don't fully understand exactly what that means. What I know, uh, however, is that their lockdown procedures are extreme. I have heard reports of them welding people into their apartment rooms. Um, I know that they are very, very um, aggressive in enforcing their mandates <clears throat> and their laws or policies regarding COVID-19. When I even look at the picture of the protest, they're still in masks in these pictures. And so you see that they are actually very, very oppressed. That the enforcement of this policy of mask wearing even is very extreme. In the United States of America, by the way, that we are pretty much... I still see people wearing masks and stuff. And part of that is because doctors say re recommend that if you go out after having COVID-19 you wear a mask for five days or something like that uh, but for the most part most of us are past it here in America well not in China in China they have the zero COVID policy and what has happened is that there was a fire in a building in a city whose name I'm not going to try to pronounce and uh, the people died inside this building news got around of this tragedy and it turns out that the reason why people died in this incident was because of the COVID lockdown policies being enforced and so it took something like three hours to put the flames out inside of this building and in that time the people inside the building they died well now you have protests breaking out in Shanghai China now, once again, this is a big deal right here because for the Chinese people to get so enraged and so upset that they take to the streets and start protesting and saying things like, Xi Jinping, step down. Man, that is a big deal. That is almost along the lines as shots fired in the Revolutionary War right there. Because as soon as they find out who was starting these protests and who was involved with these protests, guess what? They're going to try to make people disappear. This is not America we're talking about where you can peacefully protest. This is China. And they do not like opposition to their authoritarian regimes. So, lots of people taking... This story says thousands of people taking to the street to protest the zero COVID policy. And it's very curious as to where 
it's all going to go from here. Are they going to continue in their protests? Are they going to continue to demand freedom? Are they going to take this further? Are they going to get more aggressive? I don't know, but I was just watching videos of people being beaten with, uh, I don't know, nightsticks maybe? I, they didn't look too much like nightsticks, but people in hazmat, hazmat, shoot, hazmat suits with uh, riot shields beating people with clubs, and I'm guessing for the sake of uh, either violating COVID policies or for protesting what happened in this city in China. So we need to be watching to see what happens here, and we absolutely need to be supporting the Chinese people at this time because it's going to be an uphill battle for them, and I hope that they stick to their guns. I hope they continue to fight because uh, their government is just going to push back twice as hard. They do not want their people rising up against them. Meanwhile, here in the United States, we have Senator Tom Cotton, a Republican, by the way, from Arizona, is calling on Joe Biden to speak up on the Chinese protests. And reason being is because China, as I mentioned, they don't like protests. And uh, they had an incident in Tiananmen Square years and years back now uh, where people died. And Tom Cotton says that Joe Biden needs to speak up regarding his protests. Otherwise, we're going to have a repeat. And I don't doubt that. Uh, they don't tolerate this sort of uprising the way that we do in the United States, where you let people burn down buildings and kill police officers and all that. No, the government there is proactive. So if they see protesters in the street, well, they might drive a tank down the street and it might just run somebody over. That's how they play in China. They don't play by the rules. They don't play fair. And by the way, these are things that they try desperately to cover up after the fact, even though they want the people in their country to be well aware of what happened so that they dare not walk in the footsteps of these people that tried to conduct an uprising. So they're calling for Xi Jinping to step down. I don't even, I'm probably not pronouncing that right. And they are also calling for the Communist Party to step down. Now, what I've heard is they're calling for the Socialist Party to step in and take power, which, okay, at least that's a step forward, I guess. Um, a lot of people there that have not lived under freedom, but that seems to be the battle cry right now, is he, these people have been pushed so far that they are now demanding freedom. But Breitbart News records a story of Tom Cotton saying that uh, saying that Joe Biden needs to take action. Cotton stated, One reason President Biden should speak in his own voice on camera in support of these brave Chinese protesting their communist government is to prevent another Tiananmen Square massacre. But also by saying that if there is such a massacre, if Chinese communists use force against their own people, there would be massive consequences, not just sanctions on those responsible in China's government or withholding visas from their family members, but concrete actions like withdrawing China's most favored nation status. Again, we should we should stand with these voices of freedom inside inside our number inside our number one adversary. Joe Biden is saying exactly what he did throughout the Cold War and what Barack Obama did in 2009 with protests in Iran. We don't want to be seen as foreign meddling. 
Everyone knows we aren't meddling. Everyone knows that these are organic protests of the Chinese people, not just about COVID, uh, not just about COVID policies, but about their yearning for freedom, and they are dying to hear from America, from the leader of the free world, that we support their deepest aspirations. Now, Tom Cotton has very good motivations here. He has his heart in the right place, but I also know that Tom Car- Tom Cotton is a sharp person. Part of the reason why he's calling on Joe Biden to speak out, uh, not not against these protests, but against the Chinese government and warn them against using uh, force against their own people, is because Joe Biden is not going to do that. Joe Biden's in the back pocket of the Chinese government. He fully supports them. He's received money from them. Hunter Biden, his son, has received money from them. And so we can only expect uh, the same old, same old from this administration. As he said, this was Obama's way of handling foreign affairs as well. Now, in fairness, should we be getting involved in every little scuffle that happens overseas? No. Uh, in fact, I don't even necessarily know if we should get involved in any way if there is aggressive pushback by the Chinese government. To me, I I am, by and large, I believe for America to get involved in a militaristic sort of way, um, that that is not in America's best interest. Now, if we do want to still have a voice in China and we want to... Um, we want to promote our best interests and promote our values. Now would be a very good time to do that. Uh, whether, and I'm, I'm not sure exactly how that takes shape. I know Tom Cotton says uh, maybe more than just sanctions. I don't know. Um, I would really like to see the Chinese people be successful in this. And for them to be successful, they really need to understand where they are right now. Right now, as I said, for the Chinese people, they have taken bold action, courageous action. But it's kind of like that first shot in the Revolutionary War. After that first shot was fired, there is no turning back. Because after the first shot's fired, guess what's going to happen? The other shot, the other side fires a shot back. And before you know it, Bullets are flying all over the place. In in that case, of course, being musket balls. Just flying all over the place at the opposing side. And that's what's going to start to happen here in China. Whether it's a show of force or not. That now, they've protested. So China needs to find a way to squash these protests. And it's either by finding the leaders or doing exactly what Tom Cotton is fearful might happen, and that being the Chinese government brings military force against its own people, and then there's a massacre. Well, one way or another, whether we should use military force or not, there does need to be military support of some kind from other nations. After all, I mean, all the other countries of the world, when I think about it, whenever we have a make-believe injustice inside of our country, the entire world comes crashing down on us and condemning us for our wicked ways. This right here is real. These are real people that have been oppressed for a very long time. They have been hardened through oppression. They have been hardened 
through these very extreme lockdown procedures. Probably more people have died in China from lockdown procedures than would have actually died from COVID-19. I'm not making that as, as being an authoritative statement of any sort because we will never know what the numbers are really like in China because they withhold that information from us and from their own people for that matter. Um, I'm just saying that I'm going to put my money on the idea that more people have lost their lives um, from lockdown procedures than what they have from actual COVID-19. We've even seen a large, I don't, I don't know what exactly what the numbers are here in the United States. I know that when all this stuff started coming out about COVID and COVID deaths and all that, they're counting practically everything as a COVID death. And so the numbers are way higher than what they really are and what they really should be. Um, and in China, I'm going to guess they probably have a very similar situation that because I, I know that in America, hospitals were not admitting patients other than COVID patients at times. And people had to put off procedures for long spans of time because of COVID-19 and COVID policies. And so people died just from that alone. Now, that's in the home of the free and the land of the brave. Well, what about a place like China where the government is not questioned, where they have absolute control over what's enforced and what's not enforced? Well, my guess is that the numbers were probably far worse as far as hospital deaths that were not COVID-19. Um, I'm going to guess that people had to wait even longer for procedures than we had to in the United States of America. I'm going to guess that I, I know there's at least one other incident like this where there was a place being quarantined that just collapsed on people. And I can't remember how many people died in that, but there's an awful lot of people that died in that incident. And so you had that incident and now you have this incident where because of lockdown policies uh, themselves, people died. I can understand why the people in China are upset because more people inside that building died of the fire than what we're going to die from COVID-19. In fact, I'll guarantee, no, I can't say guarantee, but I'll say that probably none of them inside that building were going to die from COVID-19. They all died in the fire. That's inexcusable. That's something that they should absolutely be furious about. That's something that really should really tug at our heartstrings, knowing that people died without cause, without reason, because of a little bit of paranoia over a disease, over an illness. And uh, I've had COVID two, maybe three times now. And I'm look at me. I'm still here. Do I sound healthy? I think I sound healthy. I, I'm hoping that I look healthy. I put on a couple pounds, yes. But um, overall, I'm doing well. Uh, and I've had COVID-19 two, maybe three times now. And uh, I'm still here. My family has had COVID-19 two or three times now. They're still here. Dare I say, am I allowed to say I'm not vaccinated? I'm not vaccinated. I'm still here. I, as often as I could get away with it, did not wear my mask out in public. Still here. My wife, she's even more bold than I was. We'd go to the grocery store and I would at least wear my mask into the grocery store to get past the greeters. And my wife, she just went total commando in that regard she took she didn't even put the mask on just walked right past them they would ask her hey would you like to take a mask and she would just say no thank you <laughs> so we're still here 
we're still here. So was there a little bit of um, a little bit of paranoia when it came to COVID-19? Was there a little bit of what's the word I'm looking for? A lot of alarmism, a lot of uh, oh, I'm I'm not quite finding the exact word that I want to in relation to COVID-19 and the policies and the oh my goodness. Uh, I, the words on the tip of my tongue right here. It goes along the lines of just panic without reason over COVID-19. And this one will probably get tagged too, by the way, uh, because I'm talking about COVID-19. And I'm talking about the policies that are enforced in a negative light. And they should be talked about in a negative light. And we should have the freedom to do that without having to fearing being banned or anything like that. And yet this one will probably have a little banner at the bottom that says that Here's the real information about COVID-19 given to you by the CDC and the WHO and all those things. Uh, which, by the way, some other goodish, goodish news. Dr. Fauci stepped down. That's good. Um, now he's probably going to be replaced by somebody worse. But nonetheless, Dr. Fauci is leaving. I'm just hoping he doesn't decide to run for political office of any sort. <laughs> That'd be horrifying. Uh, because all the stuff that he did, he did without um, political power um but uh, dr fauci stepped down and we're gonna have a new head of the cdc and uh i'm not looking forward to that either especially since fauci was an appointee i mean under donald trump i don't know if donald trump actually appointed him i know he allowed him to keep his job uh where he was um where joe biden also allowed him to keep his position um and now they're going to have somebody who's actually appointed by Joe Biden. It's like, oh, well, great. At least I think that's how that goes. I think they get appointed by the president. And it's like, great. We get an even worse pick uh, for what was he, the uh, head of the CDC or something like that. Um, nonetheless, I've rambled on long enough about COVID-19, about the protests going on in China. And I'm really curious to see where all this stuff with the Rail unions goes. I'm hoping it's in a positive light. I don't see it. Again, I, unions just happen uh, oftentimes to rub me the wrong way. They're not always bad. I think that sometimes unions can be good, but oftentimes they rub me the wrong way because sometimes they aid the union bosses in kind of taking advantage of the common union worker, and I don't know why that is, but that's Seems to be the way of the world. Seems to be the way of unions. But my name is Bill Sang. This is the Bill Sang Podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to this program. I'm not wearing my shirt today, but you can go on to WilliamHSang.com and purchase purchase yourself a Bill Sang Podcast t-shirt. You can also find uh, past episodes posted on WilliamHSang.com. Also, you can go on to Rumble, you can go on to Buzzsprout, you can go on to YouTube or Apple Podcasts or iHeartRadio or Spotify and find the Bill Saying Podcast there as well. So thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.